In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Paul's instructions to the Colossians gives us not just a reminder, but a, a generous impetus for taking up the Word of God. Let the Word of Christ dwell in you abundantly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual canticles, singing in grace in your hearts. This coming Lent, we will have an, an initiative to encourage faithful, either individually, but ideally as a household, um, and what's more, even households gathering together in, in the neighborhood or here in the parish hall, to, to spend time with sacred scripture, to look at, the, uh, at what is going to um, come to our attention in the next Sunday's readings. Speaking of next Sunday, this is um, an unofficial new title for this Sunday, but you should know this is Verde Valley Sunday in, uh, in our calendar, a new name for the, this Sunday in the old calendar, which is, why do I say that? This is the last time you see green, right? Next Sunday, it'll be the 17th, which is of no significance, but it'll be the th- third Sunday before Ash Wednesday, so next Sunday will be Septuagesima. Um, and if we bid farewell to meet with Carnival, and we bid farewell to Green, um, that just means it's, it's, you know, it's all about to happen. Lent isn't that far away. That's why I'll be switching to Violet next Sunday, um, and you should be aware of what's, what's around the corner. So hopefully on a weekly basis, we'll have people gathering to look at the next Sunday's um, selections from sacred scripture that will be heard at Holy Mass. And in order to help facilitate that, uh, I have been putting together a booklet which is now in its third version. Apologies to all of you who have been reading and editing the second version. It's already out of date, Um, uh, a little booklet to help you more um, effectively um, study and read and appreciate the Holy Bible. Well, to the degree that we have and are familiar with it and have done so and have some understanding of it, I'm willing to bet most of the money in my pocket um, that it's for the sake of asserting what is the truth and for demonstrating the inerrancy of Scripture. And, and certainly, the truth of Scripture is paramount. If it's not true, it's worthless. And if its purpose in our lives isn't to confirm us in the truth for the sake of our salvation... If this isn't taken up for the sake of eternal life, then it's really of no avail. Some people peruse 
sacred scripture for, uh, for pithy quotes, for, for literary references, and that can be fun. You can have fun with that. That's not its purpose. By the same token, its purpose is not limited merely to informing you of the truth. That's its core purpose. But it's also for helping you live the truth. To encourage you and to console you. What does St. Paul say to the Colossians? He doesn't stop with wisdom, teaching, admonishing. He even encourages you to, he encourages you to sing in grace in your hearts to God. He didn't say, let the word of Christ lodge in your brain clearly. He says, let the word of Christ dwell in you abundantly. That's something for us to, to consider. Obviously, there are some people who need to be reminded that the Bible is not there simply as a, uh, as a springboard for them to expound on their favorite theories or their novel interpretations of things. It's not simply there to give you know, wistful encouragement regardless of what immoral things you happen to be doing. Everyone has a favorite verse of Scripture, even if they can't remember it. No, Sacred scripture, obviously, needs to be understood first and foremost as the word of God, which is the truth. And since it is the word of God and the truth, we need to be reminded, more than likely, that it's, it's, meant, to, it's meant to be savored, it's meant to be appreciated, it's meant to be luxuriated in. Imagine, if, imagine a, a letter, I, it's, for me it's not imagination, but... Um, Imagine uh, someone you can't see anymore. Uh, in my case, it's, you know, it's my dad, it's my mom. Um, imagine they, they've, you have still some of their letters to you. And as much as those letters were important you know, when, they were, when they were written, now they're even that much more beautiful. And there's obviously, there's data that's fascinating in it. Um, but, but there, these are, and, and I'm not talking about love letters, of course, right? I'm not talking about, I don't want to compare, uh, at least in this context, sacred scripture to romantic letters, um, sent to you. But, but these are the, these are the words of the person who's, loved you more than anyone ever has, the one who is responsible for your existence. And they, there are things not only that they want you to know, but there's part of them that they want you to have. And as you, as you read and reread these letters from the person whose face you desperately long to see, but know that it won't be now, you're not just you're not just hearing their voice as you read their letters. You're you're imagining how they're how they're pouring out their heart, right? As the, as these words are going on paper, you're entering into their interior life, not just uh, receiving these messages, right? And 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 it and it draws you deeper into 
into a union with them. There's a way, even in, a, even in just human correspondence, that there's a way that they're actually present to you. But when, it's, when we're talking about the Word of God, so much more so, is God actually present? The Holy Spirit active everywhere and everyone at all times. And then we can appreciate so many of the other ways that sacred scripture tells us it's, it's meant to be used. Follow the pattern of the sound words which you have heard from me and the faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. Guard the truth that has been entrusted to you by the Holy Spirit who dwells within us. All Scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. These are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. And it is they that bear witness to me. Christ opened their minds to understand the scriptures. Christ taught the apostles everything in what was sacred scripture at that point that referred to him. In a way that is fitting for us to consider, especially because we are, um, we are gathered around the altar to, to, to be present as the sacrifice is, is being offered up and renewed in, in a language that most of us don't understand. We may have a vocabulary of a few dozen words or maybe even a, a few hundred words. Um, because of the faith that we have, because we know that this is how the faith has been um, practiced for millennia, we have proper uh, reverence for it. And, and, we, and we appreciate it to the, to the best of our ability or inability. And can even find beauty in the, in the things we don't understand, which is, which is wonderful. But there is that danger, of which I remind you from time to time, that we don't romanticize ignorance. We don't romanticize that there's something beautiful because we don't understand the words. That, that's completely foreign to Christianity. Completely foreign to the, the mind of St. Paul and St. Jerome and St. John Chrysostom and St. Thomas Aquinas. There's nothing lovely about the words being uh, unattainable to us. 
And so we should strive to understand these words. And it's perhaps for a similar reason that we can be um, romantic sometimes about not um, having access to sacred scripture, not making use of it. But we should be... um, Mindful of the lesson that St. Paul teaches the Colossians. Let the word of Christ, may the word of Christ dwell in us abundantly. In all wisdom, teaching, admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, spiritual canticles, singing in grace, and our hearts to God. So that all... Whatsoever we do in word or work, we do all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God and the Father. By Christ our Lord, amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.